Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, the podcast today. Uh, Super excited to have uh, Kate Swore, a uh, PRCA tie-down roper on the uh, podcast today. Super excited to talk to him. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor uh, for the show today. Martin New Rasp Designs. That's M-A-R-T-I-N-E-A-U Rasp Designs. They make all of their jewelry, accessories, spurs, and all kinds of kinds of cool stuff out of used horseshoe rasps. And uh, it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, even George Strait ordered uh, some ball markers from them for golf. So check them out on Instagram. That's at Rasp Designs, and on Facebook, Martin New Rasp Designs. So um. I'd like to welcome Cade to the show today. He's down in Texas right now, and uh, we had a little little uh, difficulty hooking up this morning. Um, I lost track of time, and I, he may have lost track a little later, So, but we're finally here. So, uh, Cade, uh, welcome to uh, Modern Cowboy. How's it going today? Good, good. Glad we, glad we finally got hooked up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, um, I, know, I know you've been at home uh, resting up uh, with uh, – broken wrist right yes sir yeah and um you you're getting ready to uh, you starting some rehab now getting ready to get back at it or how long till you be back man we're, we're we don't really know for sure exactly when i'm gonna be back yet um you know when i had the surgery up there at sheridan uh, i broke it the morning of july the 11th uh, it was a wednesday morning and anyways i broke it had surgery that afternoon around four four thirty, and uh you know when i got out of surgery the doctor did a great job he uh he said everything went well and he told me it'd be eight to twelve weeks before i can start doing normal things um i i'm not thinking it's going to take that long but that's just uh you know he, i guess you really don't know until they get the pins out of it uh they put three pins in my radial bone and I broke the ulna side bone as well, uh, the bone on your pinky side. And anyways, a uh, little cartilage damage in there as well. I think he I think he was able to sew all that back up uh, when he was in there doing the surgery. But, but anyways, long story short, I am, uh, I, I am definitely hoping it's not going to take eight weeks. Uh, you know, if it takes longer than six, then my year is going to be over and uh we'll just start over in january but you know a guy's got to have something to shoot for and something to hope for we started rehab this morning uh nothing on the wrist i i've i've been doing this for a long time so uh i've never i haven't had any opportunity to uh do any rehab on like my hips uh stuff that bothers me all the time that you just kind of ignore so so we started this morning, uh, first thing and got, um, uh, got in the gym and, and did a, did a nice workout and, uh, I'll be back in there first thing in the morning and we're going to get after it for the next however long this hit, this wrist is, uh, healing. We're going to be in the gym getting, getting my body in better shape and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully rebound and 
and come back stronger from this than I, than I was when I, when it happened. Well, it sounds like that's exactly what could happen with you getting into doing some rehab and full body training. You say you haven't done much of that before. Well, I haven't done much in the last, oh, probably 12, 15 years. Uh, yeah. It's funny, the older you get, I mean, everybody knows how it is, but uh, life demands more out of you than than going to the gym, I guess, in, in certain aspects of life. I, <laughs> I, uh, I probably should have made more time for it, but, uh, you know, it rodeo and keeps us busy and, and, uh, you know, I'm got a lot going on in life. We're building a house and, uh, all kinds of stuff right now. I really didn't need to get hurt, but that's just part of it and we're going to get through it. So, uh, it's nice, it's nice to be home. Uh, I hadn't been home in July and probably 12 or 13 years. So it's nice to be home, but it sure is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can understand that. I'm in Arizona right now, and it's, I think it's supposed to be 111 today or 112, something like that. Hey, um, oh, that how, ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, that ain't bad. Huh? Hey, now how? Let's just kind of start from the beginning. How did you get started in in rodeo, and and just you know, give us a history on you. Oh shoot, man! Uh, my mom's got pictures of me when I was you know two years old, barely could walk, walking around swinging a rope. Uh, you know, my dad team roped when I was real young. And he rode calves a little bit, uh, you know, when I was, you know, I, I, I remember when I was five, six years old, going to the jackpot, healing steers for my dad. And, uh, and it, you know, I just, I wanted to do everything like him and, and be just like him when I was growing up. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I couldn't imagine me ever doing anything else, you know, but it's kind of a weird deal. Like daddy worked offshore. Uh, my mom worked at a bank. Uh, we didn't have a ranch. We weren't quote unquote cowboys. Uh, we weren't a ranching family, but, but I mean, I roping is something that's been a part of my life ever since I can remember. Like even when I wasn't actually competing, I remember swinging a rope, roping the dummy dad teaching me everything you know and and uh i can remember tying calves when i when i really probably shouldn't have been tying calves but uh because i was too little but but that that's pretty much how i got my start you know dad he uh he he i wanted to be just like him and he wrote so that's that's kind of where we went and i played other well i played a little bit of baseball and uh really love the game of football it's a fantastic game and and I really enjoyed it, uh, but that it wasn't as good as roping calves, I guess. So, you know, <laughs> even even when I was playing ball in, in junior high and high school, it, if it was 15 minutes when I came home in the evening before dark, I mean, I still went out there and did something every day. So, so roping's been a part of my life every day since I was I, I can, so young. I, can, I really can't even remember. Yeah, and then um, did you uh, rodeo in high school? High school rodeo or absolutely uh my freshman year um i went to region five which is over kind of in east texas and uh it's kind of funny i always wanted to go where all the tough guys were uh not that guys weren't tough in, in region five but there was a group of kids that that i uh i considered you know standouts and, and a few of them went to region nine. So I changed to region nine when I was a sophomore and, 
went to Region 9 my sophomore, junior, and senior year and ended up winning the region in the Cap Open a couple times. My junior and senior year, won all around once, I think, and uh, made it made it to state in the team roping and the bulldogging in the Cap Open. Uh, I think three out of four years, one year I didn't team rope, but but made, made the, the Texas high school finals every year in the Cap Open and the bulldogging and uh, – Never made it to nationals or anything, but uh, had a little, you know, had had a little success in the high school rodeo, and then from there went to Vernon College, uh, rodeo for Bobby Scott. Uh, two thousand two and three, I think, was the two years I was there. Went to the college finals both times, made a short round both years. Uh, I capped up back in the corner the first time, first year I made the college finals and in the short round, and then. Come back and once win the short round and win second at the college finals my second year and then I guess the winner of both three transferred to WT and uh, it was awful cold and I didn't get to rope enough so I retired from college and made the national finals the next uh, I guess that was December of '03 I decided I'd had enough of school and made the finals in '04 so yeah and then how many times you made the finals now? seven times i was working on number eight uh i made them last i made them in oh four five and six and then made them in 14 15 16 and 17 and was moving up the ladder pretty good this summer kind of right where i mean it was all coming together I, you know everybody's optimistic but uh felt like i'd have been in the top 15 by the end of last week and broke my wrist so we're a little behind and we're not sure if we're going to get to come back yet, but I have a mark. And if I can get back by a certain day, I think I'll still have a, everybody might laugh at me for saying it, but I've got 37,001. It's probably going to take 75 to 80,000 to make finals. And I feel like I, if I can get back by a certain day, uh, I'll still have a chance. I, <laughs> it won't be easy and everybody will probably laugh, but, but I mean, a guy's got to have, He's got to be confident. He's got to be optimistic. And, I mean, if, they, if that chance is there, I promise you I'll take it. Absolutely. Well, you didn't make it there seven times, uh, you know, by accident. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, no, now, sure. now when, you, when you broke your wrist, uh, what, uh, what exactly happened? How, that, how did that happen? Man, it, it, I've been roping calves for, like I said, all my life pretty much. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I roped a calf. They were walking fresh, and mine kind of squirted and took off out of there and was running a little harder, and I reached and roped her. Kind of bobbled my slack one time. Long story short, I uh, was trying to get it to the inside, you know. Uh, we have certain rules we got to follow, and, and I was in jeopardy of getting a no time is all I'm going to say, and I, I had it to the inside. I was trying to get that rope over there, and basically when it pulled tight, all my body weight was over the top of the rope. Uh, and I was holding my slack and, and I kind of got a little strung out trying to get away from my horse, uh, because I had to get in that position to get that rope over there where I needed it to be. And, uh, when it pulled tight, uh, I was over the top of it, all my weight coming down. It just rolled my fingers back, uh, basically and touched my forearm and broke my wrist. Uh, I've never, I've never seen it happen before. Uh, but I mean, I'm not saying I'm the first guy that it's ever happened to, but I, I hadn't, I haven't seen it 
happen like that before, but that's just, I don't know. Good Lord's got a plan. You just got to be patient and follow it. Yeah, so absolutely. Here we are. Absolutely. Now that was uh, July 11th. Where, where were you at when that, when that happened? I was at Sheridan, Wyoming. Oh, Sheridan. Uh, first rodeo of the week. I'd been up there at Calgary. Uh, you know, we rodeo pretty hard over the fourth and then we started at Calgary on the June or July the 6th, roped there through the ninth, had a good Calgary, one, two out of the four rounds up there Had made the short round Sunday. And, uh, first, you know, it was my, it was my game plan to go up there in the first set and then come back so I could keep rodeoing and, uh, not, not, you know, get caught up and get inside the top 15, you know, and start climbing the ladder and, um, broke my wrist on the first calf that week so <laughs> i didn't didn't get to do much the rest of the week I hadn't done nothing since really so was it in the perf or was it, it in slack be, it was in the slack that morning you know that rodeo's back to back you run one that morning one that night yeah uh, and i broke it that morning dang i had surgery that afternoon and went up there and watched the stetson vest the guy that was rodeoing with me i mm-hmm. uh, went and watched him rope in the perf and we headed south he was up at vernal the next morning and uh, we drove down there to Casper and he jumped in with some more, with some different guys. And, uh, I went to my in-laws place there in Castle Rock, Colorado. Me and my wife hung out for a few days, kind of let everything settle down for a minute before we made the drive home. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Well, like you say, the Lord's got a plan and you just got to roll with it, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll something, something great will come out of this. I mean, it's not, I've got a baby on the way. He's going to be here in October and, uh, you know, we're building a house and I was a little strung out, but I mean, uh, it'll make a guy a little nervous when he, when, when you got a kid on the way and you, and you, you, you haven't guaranteed your spot out there in Las Vegas in December, but I mean, something, something really good will come out of it. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of a heartbreaking deal, but, but man, you just got to bear down and, and, uh, be patient and just see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so and you're, you're building your place down there in, in, in what part of Texas? In Crafton, Texas, uh, kind of out here. I'm about 70 miles kind of Northwest of Fort Worth. Oh, okay. All right. Now, um, your wife, does she, uh, she rodeo at all or a race or? No, sir. My, my, uh, my wife rode cutting horses growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, she was Miss Rodeo Colorado in 2013, and she just rides around in the truck with me and takes care of me all the time. <laughs> yeah, like our wife said, it's a full-time job a lot of the times, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of work, not much pay, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, now you uh, do you have a you know um, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Do, are you sponsored by by Cinch or who are you, who are your sponsors? Yes, sir. Yeah, I got sponsored by Cinch and Resist All and Mobile Veterinarian Practice, Purina, uh, Classic, uh, Rattler. I got some some great people that take care of me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. What um, what uh, favorite uh, what's your what's your favorite movie? You got a favorite uh, Western movie or? Oh movie, man, that's, movie anyway. That's <laughs> tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're cowboys, so you you, you got to have the cowboys up there at the top of the list somewhere. Uh, so I'm a John Wayne guy, man. 
And I, I love, I absolutely love the the old TV series Gunsmoke. That's pretty much all I watch. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a James Arness guy. Yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm sure you you know Cody Cowden. He that's all he has on his TV is Gunsmoke. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, right. They tell a good moral story every time in that movie or in that show. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And so, and so, besides John Wayne or James Arness, you got any other favorite actors or, or, or any other? Mm, man, I'm an old school guy. Uh, I like anybody that that uh, you know represents herself well off the TV set or the or the movie screen. Uh, seems like anymore, everybody. Hollywood's got their own personal political views and they always seem to bring it into the movies. And I just, I don't care for all that. I just, I'm pretty simple, man. I like, I like, uh, old Westerns and, uh, and you know, I, uh, I was a big fan of, of uh, Robert Duvall too, I guess you should, oh, yeah. I should throw him out there. He does a great job. Absolutely. How about music? You got, what, what, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, golly. I mean, these are some difficult questions. I'll listen to about anything, <laughs> but uh, I'm an old school rock and roll kind of guy and a country guy, I guess. I mean, yeah. I'm not into the hip hop or anything like that. So, Cool. Yeah, so now in, in terms of like, you know, cap roping or tie down roping is referred to nowadays a lot, I guess. Um, I think one of the things that's, uh, that's I've always thought so cool about it, and I've never done it, but uh, is just – you know, you got your extra rope, you got your pig and string, you got, you know, your jerk line, you got everything on your horse. So you look kind of like a knight when you're riding into the arena, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but then it's sometimes, yeah, we got, but when you get in a wreck, you got all, all kinds of things you can get hung up on too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, cap roping is, uh, I've never, I've never heard to, heard it referred to as a knight, but I kind of like that. <laughs> It just gives me a little more confidence, makes me feel kind of cool. But no, uh, you got a lot of stuff. It's it's a very uh, lots of working parts in our event, and and a lot of things, a lot of things have to go right. Uh, but you know, when when you when you're a professional, you can you control a lot of those things, and and there's lots of moving parts. Uh, you know, there's so many variables uh, when you get up to to this level you know it's (laughs) so many guys rope great and you basically you know it's all what they draw for you uh as far as cattle wise you know you got to run pretty good calves and you and you have to ride a good horse you got to ride something that's going to give you the same chance every time to win something he's got to be solid he's got to be consistent and he's got to you know, if you're going to be elite, he's got to give you a chance to, to overcome some odds on, on some different kind of cattle. And so basically, you know, what you ride is everything. And, you know, the rest of it, the rest of it, you know, once you've been doing it for as long as I have, it's pretty much mental. You got to draw good and and, uh, and be confident all the time. So. Right. right. Well, speaking of horses, what, um, your favorite horse that you've had over the years? Oh man, that's easy. Uh, oh Floyd. Okay. I, I've had him since uh, March of 2013, and just barely missed him. Missed the finals in 13. Kind of. He's kind of. Well, he is. 
him and my wife is what got me back on track and got me back to winning. You know, I missed the finals there for seven years, I think. Right. Uh, kind of got things tapped back off when I got that little horse and, and met my wife. And, uh, man, he's just he, – he, he's honestly he's like my best friend that little sucker he he's gonna do the same thing every time he's the same way every day uh he's ornery he's a little ill uh he's aggravating uh he's he he has the worst manners of any horse i have and and the guys that that know me probably think that's crazy but uh <laughs> I let him get away with a lot because he's gotten me everything I own. So, uh, he's a, he's a special animal. He's, he's, uh, you know, I always said, I just wish I had a horse that tried as hard as I did every time. And, and when I, when I found Floyd, uh, I found that horse basically. So, uh, you can just count on him. He's, he's going to be there. If, yeah. if, if I ever, if somebody if somebody said what would you bring to to a fist fight that he knew you were going to be outnumbered I'd probably just ride that horse I mean <laughs> that's how much faith I got in him all the time I figure somehow we we'd pull us a win out of there you know that's that's what I think about him he's just he, he's a special animal that's great that's great and 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 that's now you got a couple of practice horses too or a practice horse right no man I I tell you what. <laughs> At this point, you know, uh, I do run some practice calves, but when I do, it's on good ones. I, I, I've had practice horses in the past. Practice horses are what, you know, kind of got me to this spot. But, but right now, I always try to have a young one around that needs a few runs that, you know, if, if you get home and, and you're, you know, you need to run a few, you got that, that young horse or that green horse that needs some runs and then, I've got one of those around and then I've got, uh, the little horse I rode out at the national finals last year. I call him Yakko. He actually came from Arizona. Uh, he's a little bitty thing and he's kind of, he's a little, little horse and I, I try to use him uh, accordingly. And, uh, and you know, uh, if I need to run a few on him, he's kind of, he's kind of the go-to as far as if I need, need to run some calves, but, and then I've got another horse I bought from – he actually came from Arizona as well, Rick Kikeffer. <laughs> I bought him from Rick. Uh, he's kind of just a hard-knocking, using horse. Like, he's my jackpot horse. He's my long-score horse. Uh, I'll ride him on some fresh ones every once in a while. Uh, he's just – I mean, if I need to gather my cows, <laughs> he's just – Right. <laughs> he's, 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 my, he's my using horse. And and, and those kind of horses, uh, they, they come in handy, like – you know, you go somewhere, it's muddy. Uh, he, he, he's just a little bigger than what I normally ride. And, and he's, you know, he's just big bone. He's old school. He's, he's got old school papers and, and he's, he's a little bronchy and all that. So he, he can take whatever you give him. And, uh, I shouldn't say he's bronchy. He's not bronchy. He's just a little watchy, you know, he might step on your foot or something, but that, that, uh, He's a good horse to have around, and I enjoy him. I've had some guys riding him. Uh, you know, I've got I've got some good horses. I've actually even had the horse that Ryan Watkins made the national final in 2014. I've had him out there with me all summer. Uh, he's a really good horse, real strong horse. He's what I was riding when I broke my wrist. Uh, but I mean, 
I've got the horsepower. I just need to get mended back up and get after them. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and, and what do you what what are your thoughts on uh, you know how rodeo's growing? You know, in in all aspects. Um, you know, you know, like just like you. I mean, you didn't you didn't grow up on a ranch, um, but you know, your dad did team rope, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people that want to be involved or at least like to you know uh, watch rodeo, and a lot more people are coming to it. Um, you know, uh, you got any advice for guys looking? gals that are just looking to you know be more involved in the western world even if they're not if they don't live on ranches or you know, what, what's your what's your feeling or views on that man it's uh I, the rodeo the rodeo to me represents a way of life it's uh it, it's a western heritage uh it, it, it i love having this conversation because you know, anymore we rodeo has a lot of uh, issues with animal rights and this, that, and the other, and and uh, I mean that's a that's a touchy subject. But but this country was on the Western way of life. I mean, it's it's this is what what we do, in my opinion, is what made the world go round uh, a long time ago. And and you know you can you don't have to look very far to, to, to be, to find a way to be, be a part of rodeo. Uh, and you know, it's for guys like me, I'm just, I'm super passionate about it. Uh, it is growing. I I think it's, I think it's getting better. Uh, you know, they're getting it to where we can make a better living. Uh, there's some things I wish they'd do different, but, uh, I, I just, I don't like the way that they hide from they try to they try to put a band-aid on certain things in our sport that that just goes back to what I was saying I mean it's just the way of life and and you know if I'm not roping calves I'm at home and I do the same thing at home that I do at the rodeo I mean I I got to rope and doctor calves and and I mean it's pretty cool for me I mean because I, I do the same thing outside the arena at home that helps make me makes helps make my living is what I do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. At the rodeos, it's just, I don't go quite as fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, and, and I, I agree. And I mean, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast too. I mean, you know, I wasn't raised on a ranch, but, and I didn't start rope until later on in life, but I've been obsessed since birth with, you know, just being a cowboy, wanting to be a cowboy, uh, everything about cowboy. And I've done a lot of things in my life, but uh, this is, by far one of the, you know, just funnest things uh, that I've ever done doing this podcast and, and, and doing the other things that I'm doing with my businesses that are involved in, you know, rodeo and stuff. But, uh, right. you know, th- but it's, it, you know, it's true, uh, you know, like it's my podcast alone. I mean, it's getting downloaded in, you know, uh, Australia, um, Austria, uh, all over Europe. I mean, they team rope in like 38 countries now, you know, so um, I just see, <laughs> yeah. I, I just see it growing and, and I think it's great. I, I think it's great for the sport, you know, cause like, like you say, you know, they're finally getting to where, uh, you know, they're paying more money, you know, to top athletes like you and which, which I think is just definitely has needed to happen for a long time. And um, so I, I just, I just look forward to it growing even more, you know, and uh, uh, you know, just like people wanting to find out about, you know, uh, you know, 
the Western fashion, you know, and what everybody wears. I mean, from, you know, cinch to right. resist yeah. calls and whatever, you know what, I mean, a guy may walk into a boot barn and he doesn't know that, you know, that one hat that's on the shelf there isn't what like a rodeo cowboy wears, but maybe it's what a country, <laughs> exactly. country music guy wears, but you know, it's just, you know, people, yeah. people want to get it, you know, educated and want to be able to know about it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's pretty cool to, to, to live a life that, that, lots of people you know would love to dream about or yeah. or you know kids kids get up and, and and play cowboys and indians and man we get to live it every day it's, yeah. it's pretty good pretty good deal i think it's awesome and and i think rodeos it's uh it's headed in the right direction there's i mean like i said lots of things i think could be different but you know now we have we have a houston a calgary a salt lake and the american you know there's four rodeos right there that pay fifty thousand or more yeah. to the winner uh it's not uh i think sometimes it's a little top loaded and they forget that there's more than just the guy that won it that's trying to make a living but right but it's still a it's still a great deal i mean I, i'll never i'll never be upset for a committee or a, or a rodeo wanting to pay somebody 50 or a hundred thousand dollars i think it's you know it's unreal that that it's gotten to that point and i hope before i retire that there's you know a guy can go to 15 or 20 of those rodeos a year uh, yeah. i think we deserve it you know we we put I, I, there's only one other professional sport that goes to or or does as much as we do and that's baseball you know they but they get they get paid a lot of money to do it and we we're fitting the bill you know and, and I, I i'm just glad that that there's a chance maybe in the future that we could uh be making making the money that that i think we deserve yeah absolutely well and again that, that comes back to you know uh, a fan base and, and and people that you know uh watch rodeo or involved in rodeo or buy you know, uh, you know, since jeans, cause they, you know, saw Kate's warning them and, you know, or whatever. And, and, and I think that right. I think that's good. Right. I think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for the athletes and, and I think it's good for the world because just like the deal that's going on in Wyoming right now, you know, the, the world needs more Cowboys. I, I think that, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I like that deal that, that, uh, I think, you know, that this, the the people that are that are uh squawking rodeo people or uh or rodeo people or ranchers or farmers or i think they're the backbone of this country and and just like that deal in wyoming i think you push us to a limit and and you'll people are going to see that we're not going to stand for it for very long you know and i i'm glad that i can be associated with that type of person yeah absolutely absolutely so um if are you gonna what what date are you thinking that if you got back by you still have a chance to take a run at it oh man it's gonna have to be uh is that is that top secret <laughs> well it's kind of top secret to be honest with you uh, okay uh, guys I, I have to go i'm gonna have to go to a certain amount of rodeos and, right. and uh and, and man the cards are gonna have to fall my way like it's gonna have to be uh it's gonna things are gonna have to go awesome and uh you're gonna have to draw you you have to draw right and everything right (laughs) i'm gonna have to draw exceptionally well 
yeah. but I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to do that either. So, right. I mean, I, I just didn't go out there and run good ones and win a lot of money. And, and, uh, and if you, if you make it, it's just a great story. And if you don't, you're doing your job and winning, well, you're going to get through the winter. So it'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, when I really found out about you, um, I know I'd, I'd seen you before back in, in you know, in, in the early 2000s, but it was when you, when you came back in uh, uh, 14, 2014, I think that's the first year yeah, sure. you made it back. Right. And, and, uh, right. and I've, I've, I've watched you since then, you know, and it's been, it, it's been exciting, you know, watching and, and just seeing you really, uh, I think even get better, you know, I mean, that's kind of what I've observed. And, uh, I think you represent, well, I appreciate it. I think you represent the sport great and uh, a great ambassador for it. And I'm just, I'm excited you agreed to come on and talk to me. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> well, I, it, it, I appreciate the kind words. That's, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's my job. I, I'm, I'm supposed to represent uh, rodeo, represent the cowboy, and, and just, I'm supposed to be a good guy, you know, and, and, that's what I strive for. I, we all want, want success and we all want to win gold buckles. And, but you know, I just want my kid to say, you know, my dad's a pretty good guy. So, uh, I, that's, that's the number one thing, uh, for me. And, and, and I hope that, that I'm living up to that. So, yeah. And this is your first child, right? You guys are having, yes, sir. This will be the first one. Well, th this is where it all changes now. I mean, this is where you really find find out why you're on Earth, man. Because it's a oh yeah, it's, it's a game changer when that little one, you know, comes into the house. Yeah, I, I can't wait, man. I was so excited. Uh, the the broken arm is actually taking my mind off of it a little bit, but right. <laughs> it seemed like the last couple of weeks I was out there rodeoing, man. That's all I could think about. I couldn't, you know, can't wait, can't wait, but. uh I still can't wait. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a blast and, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get back to roping. We'll get back to rodeo. And, uh, if the good Lord wants it to be, wants me to be at the finals in 2018, then I'll be there. And if not, uh, I'll be healthy and, and ready to roll come, come 2019. So it'll yeah. be good either way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kate. Well, Hey, it's been, been great talking with you, man. I, I, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time and, and, uh, coming on and, and, uh, look forward to getting this, this podcast published and out there. People can listen to it all over the world and hopefully get you some more new fans and, uh, <laughs> help, help promote, uh, you know, the rodeo and the sport and cowboy lifestyle. Man, I, I appreciate you having me on. I, I think what you do is awesome. Uh, it's, it's nice to, uh, to have somebody doing a podcast about rodeo and, and cowboys. And I mean, I drive, I listen to a lot of podcasts and spend a lot of hours behind that steering wheel. And it's nice to, to be able to turn the radio on or, or get on this phone and, and find, find something to listen to that, that I can relate to. And it's, uh, it, it's sure, it's sure a good thing what you're doing. And I greatly appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Well, Hey, I, same here, Kate. I really appreciate it. And we just, uh, we'll be praying for a, a quick recovery. I'd love to see you um, come back by that, uh, that date you got and, and be at the finals this year. Man, I appreciate it. Uh, I'll let you know if, if we're going to get there or not. All right. 
That sounds good. Well, thanks again, Kate. I appreciate it, and um, we'll we'll catch up with you soon. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer, saddle up old rock, and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs, twenty thousand dollar horses. Then there's my own stick Although we're all the same The minute we ride in To the roping pen Well, I ain't no play your speed But I give her hell He never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies. Kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pain And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins down at the rope and pain Well, I ain't no play or speed But I give her hell Hey, you never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn another pin of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer Hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.